Brent and Nicole, Brent and Nicole, doing a podcast, put you on pause blast, Brent and Nicole, Brent and Nicole, good while it lasts while they're doing a podcast, TBA. Hey. Okay. What's up? Welcome oh. to <laughs> yeah, we're going. No, we're going now. <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of uh, TVA with Brent and Nicole. Hey there. Hey. Nicole, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Brent? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Good. I'm so happy to do this late night podcasting. Oh, it's, it's currently great. 9.30, which feels late, but it's not that late. Because we're old people We're now. old people. <laughs> yeah, I have coffee to keep me awake at 9.30 because I just can't think <laughs> It is the Monday of our fall break. Um, maybe one more day of freedom and then back to school. Oh, don't talk about yeah, it. I have a lot of stuff to do. I know, fuck. <laughs> we're using our you know, free time to do productive things like a podcast, right? It's totally productive, yeah, yes. for sure. We're not getting a grade on this at all. <laughs> have you had a good fall break? Yeah. I went to Bria yeah. the last three days Where is so. Bria? I'm going to be a lame Bria night. Is, I don't know where it is. Okay, okay, cool. Bria is two and a half hours southeast from mm. here. Um, it's where I went to undergrad. Bria College. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Talked about that a little bit on the yeah, last Yeah, you said it was very folksy. Yeah. I know because I was into that episode yes. like There's four nothing times, to do there. No. It's a dry town. Actually, it's a quote unquote moist town now, um, which she is a horrible really, term. really sloppy air quotes just now with like all four of her fingers. It looked really odd. Like she was like clawing at the um, <laughs> But yeah, so there's nothing to do there. I sat on a friend's couch and like watched crappy TV and YouTube videos. It was great. It was a great break that sounds from great. Louisville yeah. actually. Yeah. But now you're back in the great city of Louisville. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Back in Brent's apartment, AKA just the podcast lounge. I need to like buy a sign, like a big neon sign and just hang that Please up. Please do. It'll yeah. be like $300. The totally worth it. The podcast lounge. That sounds really cool. We have a special guest today. Oh, we do. We do our first special guest. She's sitting here so silently good. <laughs> Which is abnormal, right? It's so abnormal. <laughs> You'll learn in a second. <laughs> so I can have her introduce herself. I don't want to speak for her. Ma'am. Hey. <laughs> hey, this is Rachel. Nice to meet you. How do we know Hi, you, Rachel? Us. Explain your um, introduction. You guys know me from the writing center of UofL. What does UofL stand for? UofL stands for the University... <laughs> The University of Louisville, and I had to. It took me a while to learn how to pronounce Louisville correctly. Louisville, I used to say Louisville. Right. It took no. me a year. So a good it took year. me a long time. I was born knowing how to pronounce the city of Louisville. Oh, so. goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Out the womb. Look at this elitist. See, that's my attitude. first word. Right? Already sick of it. We're going to have to quit this podcast right now. Right? All right. Bye. Well, that was a quick episode. I'll do the rest myself, actually. Okay. So, what's our topic today, Brent? Why do we have Rachel here? Our topic today. Yeah, really. Why do we um, have me here? <laughs> so, I, I'll explain like the, the the nomenclature of our podcast as well. Ooh, um, word drop. So, TV. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an English major, That's so cool. I don't want I don't want to brag. <laughs> I know words. I have the best words. Um, <laughs> you sound like Trump there. I know. Yeah. Um, so, we TBA was our like. Um, like filler title for a while for the podcast. Like we didn't know, you know, whatever, we'll announce it later to be announced. Um, but that became just a great idea for a podcast. So the first episode, um, we will have retroactively named to be announced because we're announcing the podcast. Um, but the second episode TBA will be to be applied to be accepted. accepted. I don't know which one sounds better. (laughs) Yeah. 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 For us, it's been to be accepted, but, um, to be applied, I guess is another way to say it. But we're talking about the application process this time and our, our individual kind of experiences with it, why we applied where we did, um, why we 
applied as an English major, I guess, as opposed to another thing. I know Rachel graduated with two undergraduate degrees, so why did she pick English to, um, why was that her path forward? Um, yeah. Why grad school in general? Exactly. Yeah. We touched on this a little bit with the in the last episode. Two years of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or more. Or Hopefully more, just Depending two. on your program. Almost yeah. did three at UCF. Okay. Really? But anyway. But that is a story for like 10 minutes from now. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you want to start with your process or should we have Let's our start guests? with Rachel. Okay. Yeah. Our guest, Rachel. Rachel Knowles from the great city of Chicago. <laughs> yes. Chicago. I'm glad you dropped that in there so casually because I was going to do it myself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Talk about it for just I'm like I'm sitting here in my Blackhawks jersey, by the way. So shout out to the Blackhawks, Black Hawks. They are a, which are doing uh, great this year. A National Hockey League team, I believe. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know for, I think for that's sure. what NHL stands for. Yeah. That'll be a safe bet. That's like the one that they're on ice, It is. Right? We're good yeah, with acronyms here at the Writing Center. It's not field hockey. It is ice hockey. No, it is ice hockey. Okay. I think field hockey would be a lot cooler. But, okay. Is yeah. it very cold? Have you been to arena before? It is, it is cold. I have been to uh, several games. Yeah. And they're a lot of fun. Yeah. So. the best. You play in the United Center or somewhere else? Mm-hmm. United Center yeah. is the home games. Cool. So. What do they do when the Bulls start playing? Just alternate? Yeah, basically. They have like freeze the court. I'm not a huge basketball person so yeah. I don't really follow the Bulls but Michael Jordan hello yeah. oh they my god <laughs> no but they don't play at the same time obviously oh okay so. of course so that would be yeah. that would be kind of no, fun to watch that totally happens on ice how did you <laughs> what do you mean I've been living a lie I want to watch Dwayne Wade with, with skates board. on I mean that would, I think yeah. that would make the game a lot more fun but mm-hmm. okay anyway mm-hmm. yeah Chicago yeah Chicago so you went to UIC <laughs> yes I went to the University of Illinois Chicago and your masters were and I graduated with a bachelor's in English and a minor in communications did you not have two degrees? No, well, major in English, minor in communications. I thought so you had. I thought you had not two, two majors. major degrees. Okay, so I misspoke. Two, like I guess, areas of study that yes. I did. So, yes. Yeah. Isaac graduated with two degrees. Maybe probably. You're that. probably thinking of somebody. Somebody in our writing center graduated with a double major. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh. well, I was originally going to do a double major in English and communications, but um, it didn't work out because of the, the math requirement. Mm, yeah. So I, I, you know, obviously as a word person, I'm not good at math. <laughs> Math and we can talk about that yeah. when we get to the GRE. Well, sure. because so for communications, you needed a, to take a statistics class, and in order mm. to take the statistics class, you had to have taken a like um, math 018 or something like that. Mm. It's like a prereq okay. class, which I never took because I kind of like found a loophole and took a philosophy class yeah. out of my math requirement. Sure. So that worked out, but sounds yeah. a lot more fun. So for the minor, you didn't have to take the statistics class, so it just didn't yeah. really didn't really happen. Cool. So you, I mean, how was your undergraduate experience? Was it a normal four-year thing? Did you yeah, it was four special? years. Um, I graduated high school three years early, so I was 17 when I started, and then I was 21 by the time I graduated, and now I'm here, and I, like, I didn't want to take a, a gap year, because for me, at least, I would have never gone back. Of course, yeah. You know? Some Actually, people work, like, they can take a gap year and go back. <laughs> That's what a lot of people but, say, but I took one. Yeah, no, yeah, I can't. I have no self, obviously, you guys know, I'm impulsive, I have no self-control, so if but I you're take also, a break, like, super together. You give me a Well, because if I'm going to do, if I'm going to do something, I want to, you know, get it done, and you know, so. Yeah, no, I feel yeah. that. Yeah, I understand. But yeah, I mean, I knew I was going to go for a master's, but right now I'm kind of struggling with the contemplation of PhD, but I feel like Same. that's a that's mm-hmm. a topic for another episode maybe, is like p- p- to PhD or to not PhD. Definitely, yeah. maybe Ooh. like 10 you know? episodes in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> we're, we're not like, still maybe, crying maybe. about being here in the first yeah. place. We can actually do that episode in our graduate, like mm-hmm. our grounds. Right? Oh, so yes. Be like, okay, what yes. the fuck All is, of us will next? be in the same yeah. room. True. Yeah. But yeah, so it's been a different type of you know lifestyle to get used to the master's degree mm-hmm. you know versus undergrad it's been very yeah. different i mean how how was your experience like how has it been different you know what, um, what the first couple of weeks like just in a nutshell definitely people treating you more like an adult mm-hmm. for the most part and like a lot more like deadlines are quicker so a lot less time to work on papers and things a lot more reading 
um, kind of having to get to know the the reading process of you know you skim it to win yeah. it. You know you don't have you don't have to you don't have to read everything in like super detail, but right. you have to kind of have a couple of talking points. Mm-hmm. I know I've seen your notes too, Brent, <laughs> on the bullet points of like just stuff to talk about from the readings. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you end up asking smart. people, yeah. yeah, you end up asking people like, hey, so what was the readings about? And they just kind of go from there. Yeah. But um, usually the professors will like have their own like talking points, and that kind of will help you get started with what to talk about. But yeah. For the most part, it's been like time management. Right, I'm of course. Sure, that's kind of common yeah, for you guys absolutely. too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For undergrad, it's more like, like I never realized um, how similar it was to high school because I've always I was always focusing on how different it was. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like, you know, the teachers still kind of treating you like you're a student and everything. Here, it's it's more like you're an academic, you're a scholar now. So you have to kind of like they want you to do it's papers, they want you to go to conferences and things and. Um, the class that we're all in, the Introduction to English Studies class, yeah, that has been a lot, of, like very difficult, a lot of getting used to in terms of you know preparing for conferences and all the work that it entails. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's been a surprise. There's for a lot of emphasis on professionalization yeah. rather than yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and just kind of like learning to navigate kind of the conversation. I guess is mm-hmm. like seeing how much you don't know versus how much yeah. you do know about something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, it's been. <laughs> Very strange. We talked about that a lot in the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what what were your thoughts when you were applying? I mean, did you apply to numerous like applying schools? Overall? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so why did you apply to schools that you did apply to? You know, what was your experience like? <laughs> I'm um, excited. Yeah. I mean, why did you stay home? Right. Like, what brought you to, to um, UofL? I guess. Well, I was never like I never found it hard to kind of move around. Like I, I was, I always felt pretty comfortable like going different places and traveling, things like that. So in terms of moving, that wasn't really a big mm. deal for me. I actually wanted to go somewhere new because I, I was also told by a lot of my advisors that uh, it's better for you as an academic, if you're going to go on and get your master's or your PhD, to go to different schools. Because if you stay at the same school, it doesn't look as, it doesn't reflect as well on your, you know, like rounding as an academic. Like they want you to have different perspectives and especially if you're studying the same thing. So for me, I was an English major, communications minor. And at U of L, I'm doing English masters, mm-hmm. so I'm still I'm still doing English. So why am I going to get a master's degree in English if I have a undergraduate degree in English? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's I mean I love English. That's what I'm good at. As I've already mentioned, I'm really shitty at math. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like getting a master's degree in English here, they have a lot more focus on ret comp, mm-hmm. rhetoric and yeah. composition. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have For the made that an acronym, acronym there. Um, <laughs> But so that, I mean, that's been definitely a, a different focus because at UIC, it was like, you could do professional writing, you could do um, media, rhetorical, cultural studies, you do creative writing. Mm-hmm. They had different, different types. So yeah. here it's more like heavily focused on retcom. So that's been uh, interesting to get used to and difficult because there's so many more right. theories and things involved. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, basically I just, <clears throat> I wanted to go somewhere new. So that's kind of why I chose a different school from what I was advised to do and just, you know, what my personal interests are. And then um, in terms of choosing U of L, I had applied to five different schools, which I got accepted to all of them, which was great. Mm-hmm. But um, I got, so two of them didn't offer any type of GTA funding, mm-hmm. or actually three of them didn't offer any type of GTA funding yeah. for master students. A lot of them offered GTA funding for PhD students, but they use the master's to kind of fund the, those programs. Yeah. So um, I got two GTA offers from University of North Carolina, Charlotte, and from UofL. Mm-hmm. But UofL was definitely better there. Yeah. They covered my tuition in full, and they yeah. gave us a great stipend. Um, 
as a living expense and everything. So that helps, um, especially because we have to work full time there. Mm-hmm. So twenty hours or not? That's not even full time. No, it's not. It's no, part time. But it feels yeah. like full time. But we're, we're full time yeah. students. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Full time students on top of working twenty hours a week in the writing center. So um, I feel like that's fair. You know. Yeah. And um, I mean, I wanted to go to U of L anyway. So, like, that was, like, probably my top two choices of the, all the places I applied for. So, it kind of worked out in that respect, but, So, was yeah. the financial aspect of main motive? Oh, yeah, that was definitely a definitely big motive. Because <laughs> when you're coming out of undergrad, you have a lot of, I mean, unless you were funded throughout your undergrad, mm-hmm. you have a lot of debt. Right. So, yeah. not adding to that debt is kind of a Key. big deal. Yeah. So, I was, I mean, that was one of my main concerns was I don't want to have to have another parent plus loan with mm-hmm. my mom you mm-hmm. know she, yeah. she's uh right now she's working on um like retiring slash building her her and uh, my stepdad's house in North Carolina right now in Wilmington which is why I applied there too oh okay but um so that's why it was kind of hard Wilmington, to, to choose yeah um but so they're building a house over there so I didn't want her to like have to have another loan because she's also my I have a sister that's a year younger than me okay. so she's had to have like uh loans taken out for her as well yeah so tune in uh next year for an interview with rachel's sister <laughs> she's <laughs> a she's a medical student like pre-med student so yeah so she'll she probably won't be down here too. she'll yeah. probably be at in chicago still yeah so. we'll, we'll do on location yeah. it's okay we have, we have the funding <laughs> yeah. to do that Academy we can go down there we can visit the United States. <laughs> mm-hmm. um so so i know for you about the application nicole help me out here and rachel too so we had to write we didn't write any, we had to write one thing original for U of L, right? Like a teaching kind of statement. Teaching philosophy for the GTA. Sure, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then we had to supply either one or two writing samples. It was one for me, but your creative writing. Yeah, so I, I did two. I, did, I like I submitted like an essay, and then as well as like a, a short story. There was story. recommendations as well, I believe. Two recommendations, right? yeah. 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 So how did that compare to other places you applied to? Was it mostly the same, mm. or did you have to write anything like extravagant for other schools? Well, for some schools, when you're doing GTA, the main thing to remember is to do it in advance. Mm-hmm. So because I have to always be like I'm a perfectionist and I have like anxiety over everything, I had yeah. to make sure that I did all this stuff in advance and I looked at it in advance. So when it was my junior year of undergrad, I started um, like researching schools slash, um, you know, thinking about how I would go about asking professors for recommendation letters and, you know, scheduling the GRE and all that stuff. And then um, for my senior year was when I started asking like people for, you know, can you write me this like, recommendation letter? Can I, you know, let me schedule the GRE, let me study for that. During your fall semester, right? Yeah. Yeah. During my yeah, during the first semester mm. of senior year for that. So um, the reason why you want to do it in advance is because if you want to apply for a GTA ship, they make you do that stuff in advance because they want to make sure that they have all their funding mm-hmm. sorted out before they go through the rest of the applications. So that's why you want to do that in advance. Um, and that required, you know, making sure that you have the letters and the scores and everything they asked for. So, and of course, the teaching philosophy right, yeah. for U of L at least they, they required that. Some of the schools I applied to only required you to check off a box yeah. in the application wow. for the saying, GPA yeah, yeah, saying that you were interested in receiving funding, possibly. But um, two of the schools I applied to, which was U of L and and also University of North Carolina Charlotte, which was the other place I got a, an offer from, required like an actual like written teaching yeah. statements slash extra um, recommendation letters and things like that. So yeah, when it, I don't know I, if it was the same for you guys. But. Yeah, I also applied to five schools, um, and 
I forget what I was saying already. Um, but yeah, so requiring the the extra essay. Or yeah, so I think that Louisville was actually one of the only. I think it was the only one that I actually had to write a separate application for. Mm-hmm. Um, but my big motivator in applying to grad school was like I wasn't going to pay for it. I was only going to go to grad school if the like, tuition for sure was paid for. Yeah. Um, so. Louisville, of course, I picked that because Louisville has one of the best funding packages I think you'll find anywhere for rec comp or English. Um, But I think along with what Rachel was saying about, like, starting early and, like, giving yourself time, I think it's really important to consider that applying to grad school is a lot of work. So it's not only that you're just pulling a random essay, but you're probably going to want to revise that essay. You're going to want to look over it again for sure, at least. You're going to have to have a CV ready. Um, you're going to have to have a personal statement. If you're applying to multiple schools, it's it's tons of work. I spent four months, I think, at least, just working on that. And I took a gap year, so I had a lot more free time in that respect. But You spent four months on the teaching philosophy statement? I, I spent four months on the application. Just the application, okay. Okay. right? Like, yeah. yeah, the GTA is extra work. Yeah. Which you want to get it done early anyways because the jet, the, the deadlines for GTA, if, if you're interested in that, are much sooner than the application deadline mm-hmm. itself. I think it's yeah. two months sooner, yeah. maybe. I think the like the normal deadline's in March, then we had to submit by yeah. the 1st yeah. of January. I think like so. it was half and half for me. Like mm-hmm. Half of them were due at the beginning of January for me, and the other ones weren't due until like March. Um, but I was, I was planning on applying to 10 schools. Um, yeah, I originally I was only going to do three because of also how expensive it is. Yes. So Each expensive. application is like 60, you know, to 80 bucks. Yeah. Which is crazy for a college student, especially yeah. if you already have debt and you're not even sure if you're going to get accepted to a college. You don't work and, often? I mean, some college students Yeah, don't I mean, it's hard to work and go to college too, though, you know? Like, yeah. it's it's really, like, you guys, you, you know. I yeah, mean, we both it's, work. It's hard to, yeah. to be yeah. a full-time student and to also work a job to yeah. sustain yourself, so... Mm-hmm. It's Big ridiculous. tip on that, though, is looking into your career development, like, well, we called it career development at my school, but, like, mm-hmm. your career centers, like, any kind yeah. of, hmm. I think schools, most most schools have them at this yeah. point, where you can go and talk to them, and it's, like, a counseling kind of thing, sure. but career-wise, yeah. mm-hmm. um, see if they have funding available, because I got some funding from Berea College yep. for my application fees. Yeah, they have also work-study, if you apply for FAFSA every mm-hmm. year, yeah. make sure you check off the work-study package so you can get considered for that, because then... Even if you have something that's traditionally unpaid, like an internship or a job on campus or something, you could um, be considered for funding if you have work study. Yeah, work study is awesome. I and had it, yeah, my and sophomore it, and junior year of undergrad, so I worked mm-hmm. in the game room mm-hmm. at Western, which is just like sitting behind a desk and like checking like pool boxes and like video games that the people. Um, is, was this homework. in a residence hall or something? It was in a like a big student center, like a student union. Um, but yeah, that's something that definitely doesn't look into. Not only just graduate school, I think. It might be solely undergrad that does work study. Does graduate school do work study? I don't know, but I, I think heard so. Of it. I think they do. Yeah. Okay. You know, but it's great. But it's definitely yeah. Because it's, 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 it's through FAFSA, so. undergrad experience in, in the last yeah. episode. Yeah. I've been I've been pretty lucky. I don't want to say lucky, but basically mm-hmm. lucky with like my school. Hashtag West. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. blessed. <laughs> I don't even use that word unless it's sarcastic, but it's authentic <laughs> right now. Um, but yeah, like I didn't pay tuition for my undergrad. I had a nice. labor position, and yeah. so. I like I had very minimal debt coming into grad school and like my goal is to have very minimal debt yeah. regardless. And the thing with FAFSA too is a lot of people complain about FAFSA because of the way they do the, you know, the algorithm for who gets system. what. Yeah. Yeah. So like for my freshman year I didn't have to pay for tuition because um, of my parents' income. Mm-hmm. But then once my mom got a job, all all of a sudden we could pay for tuition for yeah. me of course, yeah. and my sister who was starting college as well. And I have a, a younger sibling. Um, who's, you know, who is in school as well. Not college, but, you know, 
another person to feed. Plus, my stepdad has cancer and he's on disability. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, he can't work. Yeah. So, um, no, but if you have was, one job, that yeah, I mean, it's, it's food all of a well sudden. Tuition, right? That's why so, they, yeah, you know, you hear these jokes like, "Oh, FAFSA found out that I ordered two toppings on my pizza." And, you know, <laughs> there's there there's truth. There's to jokes that, for a reason. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah, there's truth to those things. So it's like they find out that you're you're getting a little bit more that year, right? And then all of a sudden, you can pay the thousands and thousands of dollars that it costs to go to college. Yeah, so. I mean, going to college is fucking expensive. And it was like, in state. I was doing college in state tuition, and it was still ridiculously expensive. Yeah, no, it's so crazy. Every I still had to take out subsidized and subsidized loans plus parent plus yeah. loans which is completely unfair to right. the parents have no, to absolutely. feel pressured to do but I mean there's yeah. no other way right you want your kids to go to college you gotta sacrifice something Rachel so. is right now declaring her candidacy for Senate for Kentucky in 2020 <laughs> against Mitch McConnell <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna vote for her yeah yes um, mm-hmm. but no it's, it's all expensive graduate school yeah. the application yeah. process is expensive the tests you have to take are oh yeah 200 over 200 dollars for the GRE ah yeah. not yeah. great it's 195, I think, and then if you want any study materials, oh yeah, no, the study materials are extremely expensive. Man. Again, West Berea College is amazing. Um, I didn't have to pay for a lot of that. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, and it's a community college, right? Nope. No. Oh, no. Okay. It's I was gonna a, say community college is also a good option for people who want to do like maybe their is. first two years or their first if it's a four year school. Usually they're cost not. Cost effective. But yeah, it, it is. It does help you save money that yeah. way. So. And you have a lot of those prerequisites mm-hmm. that a lot of four-year schools make yeah. you do. I did dual enrollment during high school. So I had like seven credits going into Berea and mm-hmm. it helped a lot just not have to take, you know, the classes you don't want to be in anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the cool thing about the GRE is whenever you go to apply to grad school cool <laughs> is that they want to charge you $25, is it? $25 uh, per yes. school that you send this uh, yes. to? So the thing that they kind of in the small print is you have to know exactly which schools you're you're thinking of sending your um, scores to the day that you take your test Mm -hmm. because if you don't send it right after you take your test that day it'll ask you know which four schools you want to send it to if you don't know those scores if you send it afterwards they make you pay like 20 or 25 dollars something like that per school to send each of your scores so you have to go to the grs gre test ready to take it slash ready to you know know who you're sending your scores yeah you're hoping to go and for me who took a gap year i was like i'm not even actually thinking about the application Mm -hmm. process I'm just trying to get this GRE out of the way because again the GRE score like I don't think we actually said that so not again but it lasts for five years right. most schools will take a GRE score from the last five years mm-hmm. so I was trying to get this out of the way before I graduated um, and I took so, it twice so you did take it before you graduated from undergrad yeah I okay. took it the summer before my senior year mm-hmm. once the first time I took it and then I took it again that January wow. of my senior mm-hmm. year yeah. is there a reason that you took it more than once I mean Rachel how many times did you take it I only took it once. Okay, me too. Because I did not have an extra two hundred dollars to blow if I, like, oh missed out on the test. <laughs> Thanks, so Maria. I took it once, and that was it. I was like, whatever my score is, it's getting sent. I don't yeah. care. You know, take it or leave it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So did you take it more than once because Bria was? I mean, that was like, a big reason. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big reason that I like was able to take it a second time. Is that Bria like is really cool about financial about support? You? I just took it one time. Yeah, yeah paid for out of pocket. Um, Western did not. I didn't. I didn't even. How look. did you guys study for it? Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't either. <laughs> so I, I like borrowed a book from a friend that took it. One of my coworkers actually, um, when I was interning, and I borrowed it from him. And I like looked at the first few chapters of it. I was kind of mainly trying to study like the math parts of it because yeah. I knew that was the part I was going <clears> to <throat> suck on. Yep. But I ended up being like 
having the worst score, like the 14th percentile, which is like awful. <laughs> Dude, you so too? Oh my God. Okay, perfect. Yes. Yes. Oh, we can't high five okay. because we okay. the microphone. Okay, but, okay. but uh, yes. I was like, yeah, I'm it was bad. The math. So don't don't feel um, bad if you if you do really, really awfully terrible on the on the math part because it doesn't yeah, matter if you're at least if you're, if you're doing English. A, English. Yeah. yeah, English program, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, humanities kind of thing. I mean, it'll probably be the opposite if you're not applying mm-hmm. to, like, something that values, like, you know, all that yeah. nonsense for the written stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was in the 14th percentile on math both times. That's Actually, crazy. I was in the 13th for the yeah. first time, 14th for the next Look time. You, improvement. But my verbal stayed the same And I times. swear, I swear, I don't even know how I got 14th percentile because, <laughs> honestly, it was, like, A equals, A is greater or less than, and then it had you choose something. And I was, like, what? A letter? Why is a letter math? Like, how does this even make sense? Because I was one of those people in high school that took, like, um, college algebra with trig. It was called cat. We called it cat. And it was kind of like the, the dumb, dumb math people, <laughs> me? which was me. <laughs> so oh, I took that. English. Like if yeah. they are good at math or lying. Oh, like, it was a struggle. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a struggle. It yeah. really was. No, it's terrible. The GRE, I mean, I, I could go on a big rant about like how anti-standardized testing <laughs> no, I am. No, I thought it was done. Once I took the ACT to get into exactly, college yeah. the first time, I was like, nope, you know what? More. I never have to take a standardized test again. This is wonderful. No, GRE is another standardized test that you have to pay for and it's the same process. It's just like the ACT except like it makes more, more stress. Sense. It's five a, hours long, oh and you're sitting in a like and more a silent room. That that was the hardest part. I think did that's you get the wanted? I took the, yes. yes. Did you get wanted? It's, it's yes. really yes. corporate and just like it's a strange feeling to be. Yeah. They like room. check your ID. It feels like you're getting Numerous arrested. Yeah. They like you pat you down. Print out like you have to copy a whole entire paragraph of their print into in your own handwriting. Yeah. It's very strange. It's, How did you guys weird. feel about the essay part? Eh, I mean, that's the part just, that I was yeah. more comfortable with, I guess, because mm-hmm. I'm an English person, but it still sucks. I mean, it just, I mean any type of no testing fun. when you're writing an essay, though, is not going to be good because real writing, as we all know, yeah. is a process, and you can't have a process that's 40 minutes long. Yeah. Like, I feel like that work. essay score is what got me into grad school. For sure. Yeah. That was the, my best part. Yeah, the essay slash, the other part is, like, verbal. language, verbal. Yeah, the verbal, yeah, the verbal part. part. That's what it's called. Yeah. And it's about, like, you know, choose the word that's like this word. Or yeah, whatever. it's yeah. like a reading That was the only part I actually studied for, because that was the fun part to study for, because you just got to go through vocab flashcards. Yeah. Cole's a nerd. I am a nerd. Thank We're you. all nerds. That's yeah. grad school. That has been pointed out to us. If you get to grad school, you're automatically a nerd. Because yeah, why would exactly. you do this to yourself if yeah. you weren't, you know? So. But, you know, people have it worse. Like, oh, we totally. could have taken the LSAT or the MCAT, like, <laughs> oh, all that yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, One of my best friends no, took it, the LSAT yeah. the year before. Like, well, she's a year ahead of me. She's in law school in Boston right now. It's crazy, that it's LSAT. Just, yeah, it's no fun. Down with standardized testing, man. It just, it's a high-stress mm. environment. Mm. So that GRE, the thing that got me the most about that was that you could say fuck it like at the very end you could not report your yeah. schools or your scores to any school yeah why would Literally. you spend two hundred dollars in five hours of your life and then not report it but they give you that option and they create such a horrible stressful environment that people will do that i know someone who yeah. did do that yeah like i'll said, just no, say it feels it. more serious than it is yeah honestly if you're gonna be if you're gonna be doing english don't worry about the math honestly just don't even worry because <laughs> I literally, you can literally the fail the math i took it i literally just went through and picked Random letters. No joke. I'm going to no, be honest. No, that's what right I did. No. I, yeah, the math part, I, I totally did that. I have no idea what's going on, so I was like, even if I tried to do this, it and wouldn't matter. it went up a percentile when <laughs> I did that. Just saying. I mean, we should add a disclaimer here that the GRE for other places other than English, it's important. I mean, yeah. you, you should not totally Especially blow it Especially the math parts. It depends on your discipline. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. it's just, yeah, we're do not about stress English about it ETS is going to get us, man. They're going to get us. They're going to write us. Anything we say here cannot be held against us. But it just... 
don't it's not as stressful as it has to no, be. No, but I will say easy. I will say I brought the GRE study book in my car with me as I was stuffing myself with Wendy's, <laughs> just sitting in the car, just like eating greasy food. Yeah. Knowing I would regret it later. Oh, how we studied. I and guess just, I yeah. forgot that. So yeah. Yeah. I took like practice GRE tests that they <laughs> nope, supplied didn't to even try that. online. <laughs> I actually had this like study materials and I did Yeah. That. Yeah. I, as far you, as I got as I downloaded it and I even bought like this little app that was a dollar and I never used it. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I used the flashcards. That's really all I yeah. used. And yeah. also there's a really cool it's like called Tyrannosaurus vocab or something. It's a cute little website with like clouds like and dinosaurs in the background, and it just goes through vocab. It's really fun to use. So That's like fun. Jurassic Park. But I think, yeah, like ultimately, I think that the most important thing to me whenever I was applying to programs in reference to the GRE was that it was a holistic, like they were going to look at my application holistically and they weren't going to like hold my math scores against me, which several programs, specifically like rec comp programs would wow. hold that against me. I didn't apply to those for yeah, good reason, right. 14th percentile. They're missing out on the right Exactly. Now. Like, right. Um, but like, I think that just looking at the program that you're interested in going to and seeing what they value, that that will let you know what you need to actually put the most emphasis on. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So moral so. of the story, GRE is not as important, but doing the research for the program is the most important yes. thing. And that personal statement is important. Yes. Absolutely. That is how they get to know you. Yep. I love personal statements. I love working on them. And if you're applying Shout to a writing to program. who's coming to the writing center, come to me with personal statements or Rachel. <laughs> yes. Um, we're both experts, apparently. <laughs> apparently. I wrote we don't like that term, but so, yeah. I wrote five or six of them. But yeah. No, you're right. Personal statements are important. Um, so for me, I only applied to one school. That's mm-hmm. supposed to you all applying to five because I, I live life on only the edge. Only U of L? Right? Yeah, only U of L. Oh, I'm look a, at I'm you. A, I'm a high roller. Brave uh, little toaster, I right? <laughs> I don't know why. Did I have no real good reason. Uh, I didn't want to pay that much money to apply. Um, I'm from Louisville, so I knew I wanted to come home. And I guess I was just confident in myself. Yeah, definitely confident. He was. Um, <laughs> normally, I'm, I'm not that He's, he's really conceited if you guys can tell. Yeah, I like, there's a mirror behind me. I can feel like staring into it. Like, <laughs> Uh, he had special like GRE socks and stuff <laughs> when he took that test. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I was so like risky, uh, but it worked out. I it guess. did. So I mean, I mean, you're here. No regrets. You're doing this yeah. podcast. No uh, regrets. You are a grad school student. <laughs> I, I can't say that um, I would recommend that. I would definitely um, apply to more than one. At I least think a two solid three. three. Yeah. Yeah. And also depend. Again, all of this is like dependent upon your discipline and the kind of program you're applying to. And what you actually hope to get out of the program. Like, what are your goals at the end of this two years, two, like, three years? Like, UCF yeah. was going to be three years for me. Yeah. And that was my second choice, so. Hello. Good noise. That was fun. Yeah, where did that go? Yeah. <laughs> so, we talked about the application process. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was there anything else that we, we did. Like we should Indeed. hit? Anything Indeed. else with the application process? Anybody want to, like, live tweet to us, even though this podcast is not live? And say, like, you, <laughs> you missed can hit this us part. up later. You can yeah. yell at us. Hit us up later. I'm yeah, okay tell with us what that. we forgot. You can pretend I'll it's live. I'll only be a little bit snarky. We'll have a, a to be applied or to be accepted part two later on if we've forgotten things. In the, uh, the Maybe for the PhD screen, part. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But right I feel like the, graduate, the main points kind of that we've summarized is research. do your research early. Sure. Yes. You know. Make sure you're thinking about things in advance, like who you want to ask for recommendation letters, mm-hmm. you know, when you're going to study your, be able to take this test and like what schools are going to send scores to because you don't want to spend the extra money. Um, there's also like waivers if you're, if you need them um, for certain schools, it takes longer though. So if you're going to, if you're going to fill out for a waiver. I'm pretty sure you um, don't get that until after you've already paid yeah, it too. So you have to pay it up front. Uh, well, the ones I applied for, it was like you have to fill out the waiver, but if the application is due, like the next day or something, okay. you have to make sure that the waiver has been done way in advance because it takes them a couple yeah. of weeks to go through that. So if that's something that 
you know, it sounds like you're going to need, then make sure you do that in advance or else you're going to be screwed. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, you know, doing things in advance. And then number two is like basically kind of researching your programs and yeah. kind of figuring and out what you want. Why do you want to go to, why do you want to get a master's program? You know, like what do you want to achieve here? How's this going to be different? You know, and you yeah. can talk about that in your personal statements. And I think that one big thing and a big thing that I heard a lot from faculty at my undergrad was be smart about when you go to grad school and depending on your discipline, I think it changes like lit literature, like emphasis on literature and like English programs are like, I was dissuaded a lot from that, which that's not my like field of study. So it didn't really matter to me, but like the literature professor, like whole dynamic is like really over flooded. Mm -hmm. So the jobs are like very few. So you have to think about those kinds of things. Um, and think about whether or not it's actually worth it, especially if you're going to have to pay for grad school. So yeah. really find those people in your programs that you're already talking to and have classes with and your mentors and advisors and stuff. Because my, like my mentor person, my writing center director was like key in me figuring out what the hell I was doing with my life. So <laughs> that's, those people are really important in yeah. this whole entire process. Yeah. And I also don't know what I'm going to do with my life. So, right, yeah, but yeah, at least I've no. got a little push in yeah, the direction, yeah, yeah. you know. Right. I'm going to grad school. I'm not now, floundering. So. Yeah. You know, it's it's that saying that that they say where it's like, if you love what you do, you've never worked a day in your life. So <laughs> yeah, that's what people yeah. keep telling so me. So love what you yeah. do. We, so love what you do. We all love English in some way. Capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it works I like out. words and things. <laughs> if not, this will be. Like I don't like writing my own looking. papers, but <laughs> like this one paper that I'm writing right now. Mm. Not fun. It's difficult. No, not fun. We're gonna have like a paper writing, uh, like venting session. Yeah. On the air, or off the air. Yeah, Either we way. should. Yeah. We should have yeah. a. We should have a, an episode about like strategies, process. Yeah, definitely. papers are a big fucking part of grad school. Yeah, even, it doesn't matter Regardless if you're in English. Yeah. yeah, English discipline or any other. One, you're you're gonna write papers. Yeah. Maybe we'll it's just have like a strategy in general thing. Yeah. Like, how the hell do you read 400 pages of re- like? A week, like yeah. how does that work? That's a great idea. How do you also write two papers during mm-hmm. that week? Yeah. Yeah. How so. do you push homework off on fall break and then do it? Hey, uh, the day after? Yeah. <laughs> make yeah. bad decisions for a couple days. Let it happen. It's important, yeah. I think, and balance. Yeah, in your work life. work life balance. Yes, it's definitely yeah. key. Mm-hmm. We're, all brains, key we're, we're brainstorming. You know, making sure sure you right get now. those margarita yeah. Mondays. You know, <laughs> margarita Mondays are very important. <laughs> You'll do the little things, right? They're good because yeah. it's alcohol, yeah. and it's also you know <laughs> a dollar good for your. Good for your <laughs> you don't have to have any type of uh, you know, like class in terms of what what you want to get out of that it's, no, just, exactly. it's a dollar it's yeah. good for everybody you have to have you know? a, a real idea i guess Let loose. You should be have fun, fun. Have fun. enjoy yeah. yourself if you're not gonna have fun in grad school at least some kind of fun mm-hmm. don't go if you don't like what you're doing don't go if you don't want to spend <laughs> every day of your life and every hour of that day contemplating like things. immersed <laughs> yeah. in this subject material contemplating keywords get out <laughs> Because I'm already second guessing a lot of things. So yeah, but you know yeah. what? Gotcha She's here, there. So here we are. Okay. Should we move on to like pop culture corner? Yeah. Like for the last few right, minutes? Yeah. 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 Sure. Okay. Sure. What have you yeah. been listening to this week, Rachel? Music, Me? podcast, oh, TV, what have you been watching? Whatever. Yeah. 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 I've, been watching, I've been rewatching all the Vampire Diaries episodes That's right. okay. yeah. on enough. Netflix. I just finished True Blood. Because, about this. dude, yes. True Blood. Love it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've just been watching that, and because I'm reading, rereading all the books, I'm like on the thirteenth book or whatever. They kind of oh my god, there's thirteen. How many of those? There's like yeah. fifteen. Yeah. Wow. Shit. What a prolific yeah. writer. There's a lot. Totally didn't. But know they're that. great. They're like four hundred pa- four hundred pages a piece. I say four hundred words. Like that's a no. Yeah. So I've read. I've that's... flown through them. Ian's been like, "What are you doing with your life?" Because I'm <laughs> well, just there like, like fifteen of those. Well, she wow. didn't write all of them. It's, um, it's by L. J. Smith. Yeah. And there's like a different 
author for the next three, and then there's like a ghostwriter for two of them, and it's like a bunch of different things. Interesting. The characters are so well explained in the first few books that like it's really easy to kind of write from those perspectives. Yeah. So I think they did a good job, except for a few of the like I didn't really like how it kind of ends really. But the the series of books are like yeah. The TV show is still on, right? Yeah, no, the TV show is completely different from the series. Like it it (coughs) diverges a lot. It branches off and does its own thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like what Game of Thrones has become, Mm -hmm. sure, which is also another great series. Very good. I have five episodes left. Um, You've never seen it. Never Ian read just it. finished all of those. Oh, Ian. So Ian is sitting here quietly, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Rachel's boyfriend, the, Ian. The the Blackhawk score. So invisible presence. He's another Chicagoan. What's the score, Ian? They In lost. his jersey. They lost. <laughs> what? What? Oh no! We should have oh. broke this news after we were recording. Oh no! <laughs> yes. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert for an episode yeah. for a game that's gonna happen. If you're a hockey you know, fan. Days before this episode. <laughs> um, the the Blackhawks lost on October 9th. Yeah, and if you're a Canadian. Maple Leafs fan. Yeah, if you're a Toronto Ian, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll keep the uh, the vampire beat going. I'm gonna break this news to you now, Nicole, on this podcast. I'm. <laughs> um, I watched the first two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm weekend. so happy. You should uh, see my face. It was. It was. They're really good. So I mean, I'm a big like fan of the '90s, right? So it's very okay, like '90s good. and like campy, right? Yes. Uh, I have a few questions. Um, one, or not, it's like a statement. They find out that she's a fucking vampire hunter really quick yes. in that town. And it's Mid-season like, replacement. They got to get into that like shit. It's like, okay, <laughs> that she's a vampire slayer. And they're like, all of her friends, like Allison Hannigan and David well, Moranis, like, they're like accepting it. Well, yeah. David Moranis, like, you know, is what okay, I mean. But just sure. like, I mean, this yeah, town like, is on a hell mouth, so a lot of people die all the time. And they're just sure, like, okay, yeah. are, are, are just, you going to help me not like have people <laughs> die in my life? Right. Cool. But she's like a 16-year-old. Yeah. Um, it's just like, yeah, you know, I've killed people. You know, not people. Vampires. Uh, uh, I've, uh. Van- I've slayed vampires there you and go. other demons. Joss Whedon did like really um, hard. She's slayed. But yeah, no. So it's good. I'm gonna keep keep up good. with it. But I'm a big Allison Hannigan fan, just in general. I like she I like her a lot. Um, she's great in American Pie. She plays the same character pretty much in every role yes. she's in. Kind of like a like an understated like yeah. um, like Nerd. sexually promiscuous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's great. She's a great job. Sam Michelle Gellar had a great year in 1997. She had Buffy, Stars, Scream Two. Uh. Um, I know what you did last summer. Like, what yes. a great year for her. Sarah 20 Mc- years ago. Sarah Michelle Gellar is, like, everything I love about yeah. the universe. <laughs> if you are listening right now, um, SMG, we are big fans of yours. Oh, my God. Um, Can you just let me know if you are? Because I would cry. <laughs> oh, my God. I would cry. We'll, like, spoiler, though. Nicole's going to be a vampire slayer. Because that would be impressive. Nicole, <laughs> vampire slayer for Halloween. Okay, I guess I have to. Yeah. bar crawling. She has to do it now. Rachel's going to be vampire yeah. So that Nicole's means I get to kill Rachel. Score. I'm going to be a doctor. She's going to carry around um, a, a so. little steak. Not like a steak, like a ribeye, but like a steak, like a wood. <laughs> a piece of wood. It's got to be dull because we're going in public, right? She yeah, that's like true. Sharp. It can't, yeah, it can't be a real weapon. weapon throw but it out at some point. How much you want to bet? She's going to just pick up a fucking a tree branch and carry that shit around for a while. Well, the first episode of the show, it just like drops out of her backpack and then her friend, who has name, I don't She's know. She's like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? Sure, Xander. He's just like, yeah, you got a steak. Like, that's mine. Wait, her friend's name is Xander? Yeah, there's Xander and Willow. In Vampire Diaries, there's a character named Xander, except he's a talk about who copied who. <laughs> okay, damn. <laughs> I should got real tense for a second. <laughs> Woo, made me nervous I'm, there. I'm serious. <laughs> Let's see, am I, am I doing anything else? What am I reading? Um, I just finished The Dinner by Herman Koch. I think I'm pronouncing his name wrong. Too. I just finished Dinner and The Dinner, a novel. Um, it's like a pulpy kind of thriller-ish novel, which I'm a big fan of. Really quick read, very like... It's like pulpy? It's like a... Pulp fiction? I mean, you, yeah, pulpy fiction-y. Um, yeah, like, yeah, the, just like, like the a poster in your room? But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a Dutch novel. Um, but I read it in English because I don't speak Dutch. 
which really good. What? Yeah, don't I believe it or not, I don't speak Dutch. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's my been my pop culture weekend. I guess Nicole, anything fun hmm. in the past week? Okay, so what I'm listening to, my friend Laura just re- like introduced me to Jesse Reyes, who I never heard of before. Like last night, she's pretty good. Kind of angry pop music, okay. heavy bass. Yeah, um, cool. Which I like to listen to in my car. And then me and Curtis watched... I was in Berea this weekend with, like, mm-hmm. friends from undergrad. So, yeah, that's a thing. So, me and Curtis spent a lot of time the last couple of days watching Uh with <laughs> Trixie Mattel and Wait, Katia. what? Can you do that one more time? It's, it's, more dra- it's, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> oh. Um, it's a YouTube show. You can't tell me syllables I know, yeah. I don't, I don't know how to spell this. We need to, like, I don't know how to spell it. It's got an N in there somewhere. Um... <laughs> But it's it's got Trixie Mattel and Katya, who I don't know how to pronounce her last name, and she will understand. Um, <laughs> it, they're like they're drag they're drag, drag queens, queens okay. from RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, yeah. So oh, love it's a YouTube show. show, and it's great. Yes. So me and Curtis watch a lot of watch cool. a lot of that this weekend. Yeah. And then I just started reading Thinking Class, which Reed lent lented lented lent lent like lent like cat. We're English or majors lended. here. Um, he Bar- let me borrow <laughs> Thinking yeah. Class by... Just change the word. It's fine. Okay, one of the names is Katie or Connie, and I don't remember the rest of the name. I'm sorry, Reed, or I'm sorry, that person. Wow. Um, but yeah, is it a so that's novel? what I've been thinking, watching, and listening. It's Thinking Class, so it's all about, about like... class. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, Ian, have you been listening to anything? Any recommendations you want to throw out? To podcasts? Sure. Yeah, any, yeah, any kind anything. of pop culture? Yeah, podcast. What's your favorite murder? <laughs> <laughs> that's a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> That's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, I also listen to The Shift. covers um, uh, tales from a paramedic and EMT crew. Cool. That goes yeah. throughout. Um, Alabama, right? Uh, Alabama, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, very cool. cool. All right. Yeah, anything else you want to throw out there? Anything else you want to add? Where can we find us online? Oh, Rachel, hit yes. us up with your like Twitter handle if <laughs> you got one. I don't really use Twitter, but... Yeah, no, I don't really use Twitter. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. I, got, well, so. I, I do have a handle, but like, it's not, it's not a thing. So we did set up an email. More of a we Facebook. We did, gal. yeah. Our email. This is not the most creative email address in the world. It's tba with Brent Nicole at gmail.com. Uh, a. With and the word and are both spelled out. You know, I'll put it in the description for the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so you can tweet to either Nicole and I directly, which we will give out as well in the description. Public humiliation. Yeah, or email us if you want to just, you know, privately humiliate Scold us. us. Yeah. Or if you have any topic suggestions. Yes, definitely. Yeah, or, if you questions. Say, or if you want to say how much you enjoyed listening to Rachel on the podcast and you want her back, <laughs> yeah. that's totally fine too. If you want to get her number. like, Brett and Nicole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, she's taken, but you if know. You, I mean, if you can remember, like, Brett and Nicole make a podcast slash Rachel was there. And it was yeah, the yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll credit yeah. you in the episode. Out of the two episodes you made. Yeah. I am going to, like, alter your voice, though, so it's going to be, like, really, really deep. You are the first guest. Feel free. The first Reed's guest. jealous. Good. He Reed be. hasn't given me the theme song He needs to give yet. the theme yeah. song. Yeah. Everybody at? tweet at Brett and Nicole and tag Reed in it <laughs> and say, Reed, what the fuck hey, are you doing? his Twitter handle, I'm going to put him on blast, is Reed Elsie. So Reed, R-E-I-D, E-L. S E A like C hit him up. Like C. Yeah. He'll be on probably be up I'm before sure. he gets the theme song to us. Yeah, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. So if there's no theme song, blame him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if it just it ends like right now, it's Reed's fault. Yep. yep. Thanks, Reed. Have a good night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for real. listening. Yeah, it's been nice. Bye, everybody. But it hasn't been real nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a a joke from Ian, courtesy of Ian, aka Ring Ding. Good job, Ian. Ring Ding. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Good night.
too. I'm gonna do it low, so it's not like. What if I projectile vomit? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it oh in. My God, I didn't